Damn it, Janet. This is the Temple of Geek. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast. Special edition. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Temple of Geek. This is Vinny, and I am here at the Wizard World New Orleans Media Reception. And I actually have uh, Barry Botsworth from the original Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was Brad. And we're going to have a little interview today. Great. So, all right. So, uh, how are you doing? How am I doing? How are you doing? I think I'm doing fine. I just got off a plane from L.A., and it's raining like crazy there, so I'm very happy to be here where it's not raining yet. 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 Will it be raining later? I don't know. It's humid enough yeah. to where it will yes. rain. I'm, I'm loving it here. I, 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 I see wet on the ground looking out this window, so... Well, maybe we'll have some. We need it where we are. I don't know if you need it here. Uh, we kind of need it. We've had a lot of floods lately, so yeah, I know. So you don't need it. Yeah, give us the water. Y'all are more than likely, to, or more than welcome to have it, actually. So, all right. So let's get started. Uh, how did you get involved with Rocky Horror? I was cast. Just I went up, met them, and um, I had had a, a, a career in musical theater on Broadway. Uh, up to that point and I had a certain reputation and um, I had done Grease on Broadway and created the part of Danny Zuko in Grease in 1971 and um, was um, thought of at the time as you know a young up-and-comer kind of singer-dancer actor Mm -hmm. and uh, I uh, I had a lot of friends who were in the stage show in, in, in L.A., and so I knew it, and they just cast Susan Sarandon and myself because we were, in their minds, the, the epitome of uh, the young American, you know. So it pretty much just came second nature to you. Yeah, it did. I okay. mean, I, I had a... I had a... I had an instinct for sort of sending up things. Grease was a send-up of the sort of 50s genre film, uh, 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 music and and relationships and gangs and this and that. And so it, it wasn't far out of my wheelhouse to do Rocky Horror, which was a send-up of B-movies and those that whole genre. Right, right. Okay, so uh, what was it like filming for that movie? It was cold. It was very cold, and it was very hard, and it was very short, and it was very uh, strange and wacky and wonderful for me because I had never been to London or England before, so I was very much like the character of Brad. I was sort of out of my element. I was in this group of people that I didn't know, like the, like Brad walks into this, you know, into the castle where... Um, Frankenfurter is, and uh, so it was, I felt like an outsider, and uh, and walked away with lifelong friends. That, that's good. Yeah. Um, so, so speaking of, like, it being wacky and kooky, uh, did you ever imagine that you would be dancing in a corset and high heels for a movie? Uh... No, but I was hoping I would. <laughs> I had always hoped I would. I I, um, I like to challenge. I like challenges and uh, dancing in six-inch high heels uh, on a wet floor was as challenging as 
I could have gotten in 1975. <laughs> I can imagine. So, uh, what what were what was one of your favorite moments behind the scenes of the movie? Probably. Uh, probably stealing things from the house that we <laughs> shot at. This old, the, the, the castle was an old uh, home. It was across the, the field from Bray Studio. That's where all the Hammer films were 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 shot, and uh, it was it was derelict. I mean, it was a real... If you look at the movie Rocky Horror Picture Show and you see it from the outside and then you see a lot of the inside when we come into the anti-rights anti in the front door and mm-hmm. this and that, those are the real... That's the real... Really? House, yeah. And then when we finally get into the uh, inside of the ballroom, um, then it was on the stage. But so much of the earlier parts was right there at it and... The whole there was holes in the roof. It was raining. It was horribly cold, and uh, I I risked my life to go up to the second and third floor and steal plumbing fixtures <laughs> out of it uh, that I consequently uh, built into a house that I was building in Los Angeles, and then sold the house and I should have kept a. I had one of those wonderful old uh, shower heads. That you know, what the size of a, a foot wide mm. uh, sunflower. So it was a really oh, old okay. turn of the century showerhead. I wish I hadn't left it in the house that I built. Ah. But, um, yeah, so basically, it was about me stealing things. Ah. That was my my fondest moment. Oh, okay. So like the the house that it was filmed, it was very uh, well placed for the movie itself. Oh yeah, it was it was it was. It was a. Um, it had a history, and it had 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 everything but heat. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we we spoke a little bit about the the shadow screenings that you've seen and heard of. Uh, have you ever actually attended any of those? Oh yeah, I attend them all. You know, whenever I if I do a convention, which I've done a few. Uh, we sometimes we'll have a, a screening, uh, a Rocky Horror screening, and we'll have a shadow cast there, or, or I'll do some things for charity. We'll do charity uh, um, screenings of it to raise money. And uh, yeah, I've seen some uh, unbelievable casts, and I'm in, I'm in debt to them because they keep it alive. You know, they keep this this show forty years on, right? So, uh, like, when when did you first notice that the movie was gaining a cult status with, like, midnight showings and people coming in costume? Was it earlier or was it more, much no, more it later? No, probably, like, in the late 70s. Really? Yeah, I wasn't much aware of the film up until then. After I did it, I just sort of did other things and, you know, in show business, you move pretty quick. You know, you don't hold on to things very often. Mm-hmm very long and uh, I didn't even know when it was released and that it didn't make any noise and then finally I saw it in New York Cross Street Playhouse I think or someplace and uh, uh, they were just starting to shout back at the screen and people dressed up and this and that and, uh, I was uh, 
I was as entertained as everybody else was in the audience. It was very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. And I'm uh, forever uh, grateful to the fan for creating what, what has been an alternate kind of entertainment. You know, it's, it's, it's a, this amazing amalgamation of theater and film and soundtracks and people acting out and it's um, it's just it'll never be re- it'll never be recreated I don't think never um, so you star in the the Night Billy Raised Hell segment of the new anthology horror film Tales of Halloween uh, can you tell us about your character and why you wanted to play him uh, I play the devil in the Tales of Halloween and I've never played the devil, and I've never been in that kind of makeup before. And it was directed by a guy named Darren Bouchman, who um, I had... Uh, he, he did a movie called uh, Repo the Genetic Opera. Yes, okay. And I was a fan of that. And, uh, and then he did um, The Devil's Carnival, and then I did his second film, The Devil's Carnival, Hallelujah, which is just opening up. Uh, and I'm a big fan of his. And and he was directing this short film for this anthology film, Tales of Halloween, and he wanted me to play the lead in it. So I said yes. And it only took two days. So, you know, what, what, it was two days and a lot of time in makeup. But, so, like, so how would that compare in terms of, like, with Rocky Horror? It would compare in that it was um, was it a pretty it far separation? By, you know, it, Tales of Halloween was done by ten very young, very talented directors. Each one of them did a short film, and then it became Tales of Halloween. And that's what I felt when I was doing Rocky Horror. Um, I thought that all of the people behind the camera were on the cusp of being something very big in their in their industry, and they were on the cutting edge of theater and uh, off off Broadway, off Broadway kind of things, but in London. And uh, I wanted to be involved with these creative souls and. Um, and in a way, Tales of Halloween was the same thing. There was many of the directors, I think, will have big careers and will go on to do, you know, a lot of interesting work. And um, I like helping out or being part of the genesis of that kind of talent. Good. Good. Okay. So, uh, are there any projects in your future we should be on the watch for? Um, I'm on a show called uh, Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce uh, okay. this year. Uh, it's on Bravo. Um, um, you know what? If, if any of your listeners, if they can go on to IMDb and look at what I've done in the last year, okay. 
They'll know better than me what I've done in the last year. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll put the word out for that. Thank you very much, Barry. We appreciate it. And as always, you can catch us on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. And we'll get back to you with more coverage of Wizard World New Orleans. Y'all have a great evening. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Like us on Facebook at Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the Temple of Geek. Your one stop for all things geek.